said, you motherfuckers is crazy. I said, I got to talk. I got to tell what I feel. I got to talk about my life as I see it. And now for our feature presentation. I done got in trouble again. I try to pretend that I'm different, but in the end, we're all the same, all the same. I pray to God, Father, forgive me, like I'm never gonna change, never gonna change. I try to pretend that I'm different, but in the end, we're all the same, all the same. Smelling like Patron, singing dirty rap songs, tiptoeing in the crib like six in the morning. Every day it's the same. I said in blueprint that I never change. It's just a part of the game. Respect me, I'm a thug. I might cool out for a sec, but expect me to bug. It's in my blood. But if my chick leave me, she gon' leave me for something. She gon' leave me cause hell, she ain't gon' leave me for nothing. Picture me getting up with something sleazy, something, something so easy. You could take out a speed like nothing, something soon as you finish cutting. You like, leave me, please, not me. I need Angelina Jolie's comfort. So I ain't gon' make a move unless I got a plan B. That'll happen today. I have a baby by free Not to say that anything is wrong with free Just to say that ain't nothing wrong with me If my hand's in the cookie jar, no one thing I'ma take the cookie, not leave my ring If my hand's in the cookie jar, no one thing I'ma take the... <laughs> yeah, no. I try to pretend that I'm different But in the end, we're all the same All the same I pray to God, Father, forgive me I'm never gonna change Never gonna change I try to pretend that I'm different All right, welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Life As I See It, the podcast. I'm your host, Jers, a.k.a. Life As I See It, episode 156. Uh, we got the homie Gert in the building. We got C in the building. Shouts to Rico Key. Shouts to Woozy, a.k.a. Bad Lungs. Um, of course, make sure everybody out there listening is subscribed to the pod. If you are not, make sure you do so. Wherever it is that you listen to pods, be it Apple, be it Spotify, um, etc. Make sure that y'all hit the like, hit the subscribe button on our YouTube page. We're going to be posting a lot of different visual clips on YouTube. So make sure y'all subscribe on YouTube as well as our Patreon at patreon.com backslash life as I see it podcast. Um, and of course, you can always get your candles. You can get your smell goods uh, for the crib, for the whip at luxcollectionllc.com. Uh, so, <clears throat> excuse me. So this week, I mean, I'm just going to jump right in. I mean, it's the the biggest story of the last week. It seems that it's front page news. I don't understand why initially it was so, it was rolled out this way. But, you know, what I'm talking about is the head coach of the Boston Celtics. Um, and I don't know how to pronounce his name. So I'm just going to say the head coach of the Boston Celtics <laughs> <laughs> respectfully, because I don't want to mess his name up, but everybody done it. seen, what is it? Okay. I think it's, no, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's like you dunk or something. That's what I'm saying. Day. Respectfully, respectfully, yeah, you just got to insert a, a clip of somebody else saying it right here. There it is. Yep. <laughs> so, who I'm talking about is Ime Udoka. But you know, I mean, he, he, like, I'm sorry. So the initial, the initial report that came out was that there was a consensual intimate relationship with um 
I don't even know if they said with, but they said it was a consensual. Say nobody. Yeah, they said it was a consensual, consensual intimate relationship, and he, um, as a result, was being suspended for a year. Um, more details started to come out. People then said it was a staff member. It was a it was a picture of a woman. That was the streets. Worked. That was the internet being the internet. For sure. I mean, the internet is always going to internet, but I'm just giving people the timeline. If you, I don't know, maybe, maybe you was doing some other shit for the last week. So that her face was circulating around and people was like, oh, this is the girl. Oh, you cheated on her. You took her over the alone. Like, oh, like it was a whole. They just blame that shit on anybody, though. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, <laughs> <laughs> now, now, just to bring it all the way up to speed. As of right now, currently, um, he is suspended. They did say they being the organization, the owner, they did a press conference with Brad Stevens and Wick. I forget his last name, but that's the owner of the Celtics. So they did a press conference. They said he's suspended for a year. They said at the end of the suspension, which will expire, I think, on June 30th, that they're going to reevaluate and see where we go from there. Now, We've been very vocal on this podcast about Stephen A and his takes, but what I will say is I didn't disagree with Stephen A's take this time on the situation. One of the things that he was saying was, okay, this thing happened. First of all, why do we know about it? Well, we know about it because the organization leaked it. Well, why did you guys leak it? And why did you feel the need to jump in front of it so, so heavily? That was the first thing he said that made me say, hmm, okay. But the one thing that he said that made the most sense to me was if, in fact, he was involved with someone else that was on the Boston Celtics staff, then why is he the only person that either A, is in the news, the face of it, and or B, suspended or reprimanded? We haven't heard of anybody else getting any other repercussions other than the head coach. So there's a lot of talk around this. There's a lot of opinions about this. C, I'm going to start with you first. Um Knowing all that we know now, what do what is your take on this whole situation? These hoes is crazy. Anyway, uh, <laughs> no, I'm just like, okay, if you're gonna, why don't you just fire him so he can get another job? That was my one thing. Like, why don't you just say, hey, we're cutting all ties with you because you're a nasty man? So they should have just fired him. Um, Another thing, and I'm not saying he is an nasty man. I'm just saying if you felt that way, you got an outside prosecutor and they proved that he was at fault or he was more at fault than anybody else, just fire him. And is he suspended with pay or without? Uh, those details are no. all over they, the place. No, no, no. They came out and said they're going to cut his salary in half for the duration of his suspension. So the organization said that? Because I know that was a rumor at work. <laughs> The organization okay. said they're going to cut his, uh, his pay in half. half. Okay. Heck, so he can't even get that new Lambo he was about to get. He got to cut that in. <laughs> All his plans for this year, he got to cut some shit in Got to cut everything in half for the whole year. Everything is in half. He can't smoke the whole blunt. He got to clip the blunt. <laughs> cut the bottle. Everything. He can but get half the car, though. He can get half of half of everything because you can't get nothing for full, like nothing for full. But yeah, that niggas riding around in coops all years, what you saying? <laughs> 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 Won't be needing those back seats for love making. 
All I'm saying is, I don't feel like um... it's I, it's I. We understand life as I see it. It happens, you know. Little one, we here. She all good. We we don't ju- we ain't mad at her. Now you on the other hand, hey, I can't speak for you, <laughs> but we ain't mad. My bad, but I just don't understand how. Um, yeah, you can solely blame one person for infidelity. You do have. I mean, and not just for like the infidelity aspect, but the um, the whole moral ethic, I guess, aspect of it when you have an organization. Yeah, he was the person's, I guess, boss or superior or whatever. They was working together and they're not supposed to be co-mingling, however that works. But both of them knew that it was something wrong. Like they both should have the accountability on them. It should not be a situation where as though, okay, you were the head coach, so we're just going to do this unless. Unless it is something that he was doing where he was like being extra nasty, like an extra thirsty. And he was just like, you know, using his position to get what he wanted. That's the only way I can see they give him, you know, a punishment. But then again, you're giving him a suspension and you're not firing him. So what exactly are you doing? Are you trying to decrease his market value um, throughout this year? What are you trying to do? Uh, well, what do you believe they're trying to do, Gert? Or why do you believe this is happening? What do you think of everything, et cetera? I got the, I got the answer, Sway. As I was sitting back thinking about this yesterday, it started to make sense. I started to make sense of all of this shit, right? When, when you look at the details that have been given, this is just my opinion, but I think we'll see in days to come uh how nice i am with putting shit together but um here it goes i believe he was having sex with somebody up the food chain it has to be from brad stevens up somebody's wife uh is who i would bet but um i believe someone was hitting everything in the organization Right. And the pictures that's floating around are one, two of many. Now, here's what leads me to my theory. The suspension you brought up. Right. The suspension is a punishment. It's saying, hey, we have control to put you on timeout and we're going to put you on timeout. If we let you go, you're coming off a finals run. Anybody would pick you up. Everybody would be happy to have you. So if we suspend you, we get to hold you here, not allow you to get money, and you have to sit for the duration as long as we want you to sit for. The little pow pow. That's what little I'm pow, saying. Pow. Like as far as like depreciating his market value, because that well, the, the value ain't gonna depreciate. It's just so he can't get paid. His value is his value. Right, he's coming off a championship run. You can't take that away from him. No, you can't. No, but, but the are. value, the value is depreciated in the in the moment right now. Yes. If you fire, if you fire him right away, he goes anywhere, he gets a job, he gets paid even more than he was getting paid, all of those things. If you if you do what you're doing now, what you're allowing other organizations to do is say, Well, I don't want the heat. So regardless on how good of a coach he is, I'm not gonna touch him. Nobody would have ever, nobody would have taken that position. I disagree wholeheartedly. 
I disagree wholeheartedly with what you're saying. I don't think his value depreciates any. And this is why they don't. We know no matter what, if it's a year from now, two years from now, coaches leave all the time and then come back and get another head coaching. Right. Job. But the slander, but we, sorry to cut you, but when we're talking about the society that's hypersensitive and com- concerned so much about their image, quote unquote, people don't want to touch certain things that have a lot of story behind it. They don't want the they extra. Don't. And that's the press. problem. What you're saying, this don't got a lot of story behind it. It's right? a lot it's of bad that, press. So no, it's not. So when you yes, look at the facts, what you been watching? when you look at the facts and not the hype, the facts they came out and said it was consensual. It's not about right? the facts, on, though. Tell you. It's about on, how wait. it looks. Right. Hear me out. How it looks and what it is, you've only heard from the Boston organization. The Boston organization didn't say he did anything wrong. Right. They said it was consensual. So if it wasn't consensual, then that's bad press. Right. And this is what tells me it had to be somebody up top's wife because they're trying to protect that person's image. They're still holding on to protecting images. And that speaks volumes. Right. If they would have punished both people, like everything that if they would have went any other way, it would look a certain type of way in which they keeping it from trying to look. So as an organist, you take Dallas Maverick. You telling me Mark Cuban wouldn't say, "Yo, I don't care what they say," and that's the championship coach. We're going to get him. Like the the owners, the younger owners, um, don't care about all of that shit. They want to win, and this would tell me he coming off a finals run, right? You don't just find championship coaches like that, right? So if it was any, and this is just my opinion. But anybody below him, they'd have paid them and made them sign an NDA, and we would have never heard about this. Because this could could have very well been swept under the rug, and we never heard about this. You give a, a younger person, not whatever he made, whatever um he made, the organization got that to throw at somebody else for them to shut the fuck up. Happens all the time, but because of who it was. They couldn't justify punishing him, so they have to give enough of the story so that public outcry ain't too crazy. Well, let me offer this point, or just introduce this point, rather. Um, And I'm asking the both of you, either you could respond first. Do you feel, and if you do feel, what percentage of this do you feel has to do with race? Because at the end of the day, if we're talking about a situation where this is Boston. We know historically Boston and black people don't mix. They don't like us. They haven't liked us. And I'm speaking specifically just in the sports arena. I'm not even going to the the whole city at, at large. I'm just speaking specifically in sports and basketball in particular. The Boston Celtics organization is documented, has been known for a lot of racist rhetoric, a lot of racist people, a lot of racist undertones, so on and so forth. So do you put any credence into the fact that, hey, they do know that there was a consensual relationship with him and someone else. And right now, even though he just went to the finals last year, even though the whole team is black, even though they respond to him well, he's black, he's young, and maybe they don't like that as the face of the organization. So any any time they get a any chance they get to get him out of there for whatever reason, they jump on it and then they overdo it. See, to that 
to that point, you say what? Um, to that point, I say, I do believe that, I mean, I think there's race in everything. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just a little hidden <laughs> racism and everything. Um, but I, I do feel that they are trying to um, save face in some aspects, which is why they're doing it the way that they are doing it. I do believe that it might have been, I'm not trying to be smart, but just might've, he might've been with somebody, a white girl or some sort or whatever. And they're just making, you know, him the black monster. Like you cheated on your, your <laughs> <laughs> you just a habitual cheater and you just going around doing all of this. But every woman that he had relationships with, whether it be consensual or not, knew that that man was in a relationship. But hold on, hold on, hold on. We can't just say that. Consensual and not consensual, two different things. Since the report no, is consensual, I'm, let's just keep it consensual. No, it is consensual. I'm yeah, just saying they knew that this man was not single. They knew that this man right, was in is a engaged. public relationship and he had a child and, you know, they knew all of that. So that is where... I, I guess what I'm saying is it's consensual or not why I said it like that, because I don't care if she can like, I really don't. You consented to have an affair. Like, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, I just don't understand that. I don't understand well, how women can be uh, in a grants to say, I'm going to be the side piece. And I know you got somebody that's, you know, whatever. And that's not to say that him and Nia Long are not, you know, in the best of the of terms they might not even really be you know actually together together we don't know the uh, um, aspects of their relationship we don't know anything we but, don't know how much she cares doesn't care how much she knew didn't well, know she said she was blindsided and all this other stuff but i mean my thing is this. he's also an actress it, yeah that too <laughs> but at the same time i'm just like you know what your man is doing and you're no you don't okay okay how anyway. see no no let's advance it then how how will she possibly know what the hell he's doing when he's on the road more than he's home tell me please so you mean to tell me that you can't a woman knows when her man is stepping out a woman can feel the disconnection a woman knows that this is not what it is anymore. Now they may try to get evidence to back up their feeling, but when they go to that phone and when they look through that phone, they already know what's going on. Or they already know when they fly into the city or whatever, and you talking funny <laughs> and you not, and you talking funny on FaceTime or you talking shaky in your voice and it's real short, I know what you're doing. That's why Faith used to run up in Biggie's hotels speculate. all the time. Because, you speculate what's no, going on, but you don't know. I'm just saying, you you can speculate, and then you also get the evidence to corroborate what your speculation was. If that is what's going on, all I'm saying is, is that as a woman, she does. I'm not. I'm not shocked if she knew that this was happening. She's telling us she didn't know. But I'm saying I think homegirl knew that this was happening because they were engaged for like 10 years. They never got married. Then <laughs> they wasn't even living together. She wasn't even living in Boston with this nigga. Like, so it's just different. It's different ways that you handle certain things when you know that how this person moves. 
So that's all I'm saying. I don't know. Um, I no, guess I know. I'm a girl. I guess. Trust me. I'm a woman. But, and if um, she ain't marry him yet throughout all of these years, it had to be something that she was well, sketchy on. on. Well, and I don't she know. what? She's saying if she did not marry him throughout all of these years, they were engaged for a very long time. There had to be something that was holding her back that she felt apprehensive. It was something that was holding him back. Like all it might have been, it might have been the hoes that was holding him back. It might have been all of these different hoes that he got. But why, but why are we see this is the problem, right? Because we're just piling on to what's already on him, right? He stepped out, right? So that decision. How you know he stepped out? We don't know that he stepped out. And I don't want to just throw that out there. I don't know the agreement of their relationship. Nobody do. So for oh, That's what I said prior to even me saying that. But what my, my point is, when I'm saying stepped out, and maybe I use different words, but what we do know is there was a consensual intimate relationship between him and a, and a member of the Boston Celtics staff. That's what we know as per their... The, the leaking of that particular story. That's what we know. So I'm saying, because that's all that we know at this point, I mean, sure, people are going to speculate this, that, and the third, but I don't want to just keep putting mad shit on his jacket because it's so much information that we don't know yet. Now, um, throughout this conversation, uh, Bad Lungs joined us, and I and I kind of want to get your take. I mean, you could kind of uh, pick up you know what we're talking about but we are talking about I, I mentioned earlier i don't know how to say the brother's name so we're just gonna right now we're gonna um call him the boston celtics head coach or i'll pause and then insert somebody else saying his name so basically we're talking about email you doka itchy itchy yeah yeah <laughs> so uh um, yeah so what what's 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 your thoughts you know just about the whole situation um and how everything is playing out right now oh we i don't know man I got to sing before I answer this one. Because uh, <laughs> I don't know what he did or didn't do, goddamn. I don't know. What did he do? He wow. had a consensual act with another adult from what they they reported. What that mean? What them niggas playing football, hockey? They was playing paper planes? Well, I don't know what no, that means. No, they said intimate consensual relationship. That's the direct quote. That sounds like a lawyer saying we fuck, goddamn. Yes. So why didn't you just say that? Because oh, it's improper. I love rules. You you yeah. missed it earlier, but what from my take is that he hit somebody up upper management's joint. And yeah, that's, awesome. that's what all of this shit is about, man. It was somebody he wasn't supposed to hit, and they came out, so they they had to do what they had to do, but they got to justify them doing it. So they can't just they can't just say, you know, whatever they want about it because of him coming out to say, yo, man, they doing this to me because I hit Brad Steven joint. You know what I'm saying? So they got to fucking shape it to where it sound right and public outcry ain't going to be too crazy. You know what I'm saying? It's like, like, all right, so when you think about it, right, just putting shit in perspective, this nigga's the ex-league nigga, right? He's not the the suit and tie, uncool head coach. He lit. <laughs> he lit nigga, and this is why we- Every day we lit. This is why we can't have black head coaches and owners, 
Because you gotta hide your wife and kids. <laughs> nah, that nigga do look good though. But I ain't even gonna front. Hey, come on. I sis. gonna hold you. Relax. Relax. I'm just relaxing. I'm asking you. When you have a lead. Sometimes I walk like a ball player. No matter where you go, you all who you all play. And that's what they be saying with like the uh, the third man off the bench are still put up numbers. Niggas still be putting up league numbers, man. Got respect. Well, that's why I'm saying where everybody looking at the and this Neil Long don't really got nothing to do with this shit, right? Outside like, of the fact that she's engaged to him. I even that because mm, I don't Neil Long is the only reason why this is under such high scrutiny. Let's be honest. No, I disagree I with know. that too. It's under I the disagree. scrutiny Come because on, there's I don't think, you don't think that. Now you tripping, bro. It's I don't think it's her. I think that it's because he's engaged. No, no that fuck all of that. This is about it. him being the head coach of the Celtics, and they just they just went to the NBA Finals. He's yes. one of the most popular premier coaches in the league right now. Period. Yes. And they're well, suspending they him. Let me, oh, my let nigga, me it, what it wouldn't be said. no, it wouldn't be no funny memes if he was. The memes would be mad different if Neil Long was trending. Exactly. That's what Woos is trying to say. That's internet shit, though. But this is what we're saying. This is okay. My nigga, we on the internet right now. Exactly. It's the difference between this is what I was trying to say about Tom Brady and Giselle. Y'all was like, no, that's Tom Brady. That's Tom Brady. Giselle's a supermodel. Like, that's people know. You comparing Giselle and Neil Long? I'm not. I'm saying no, Giselle, and they knew Giselle before they knew Tom. People know Nia Long, and they knew Nia Long before they knew him as the head coach, depending on who you talk to. As a sports fanatic, yeah, I knew that he was whoever or whatever, because I know who he is. But the average chick is not going to know who the hell this nigga is. The average chick is not going to know who Nia Long is neither, see? Nia Long the average nigga ain't going to know Neil Long. Black Twitter know Neil Long. Yeah, but when that shit go, when that shit go extra, extra, they going to be talking about that shit because Neil Long, exactly. my nigga. People, <laughs> people know Neil Long. We love Neil Long. Blah, blah, blah. They introduced him as Neil Long's fiance on a lot of these blogs and stuff. They didn't say his name. You on, don't even know how to say his name, room? but you know how to say Neil damn Long. You saying on Shade Room they announced him as Neil Long, whatever? Shade Room. Fiance. Yeah, look. (laughs) Neil Long, like, we forgetting, and not me, but y'all forgetting. (laughs) (laughs) Nigga was an NBA nigga. NBA nigga. And niggas still didn't know him. What what team you play for? I'm not speaking to niggas knowing him. I'm saying everybody would assume he was chasing Neil Long and he no, that's not what we're talking about right now. Hold on. No, no. Hold on. See, relax, please. And then Gert, you relax too. Listen, this is what we're saying. We're just saying, I, well, let me say what I'm saying. I'm responding to your point of saying niggas didn't know Neil Long like that. Gert, you said that. No, I, I, I disagree with that. Niggas did know Neil Long. Outside of niggas, don't know Neil Long. I don't. I don't. I disagree with that. Still though, I disagree yeah, with that. Neil Long is a. You think Neil Long is an A-list celebrity? Neil Long has been in the game for mad long, Actually, and she's like a earthquake. Been in the game for mad long. Nah, but she's had big movies, bro. What big movie? 
Think like a man, best man. I mean, not think like a man, best man. Holiday, best man. The wood. Not the wood. Love Jones. Like you tripping. Friday. All of the movies is not big fucking blocks. Um, Yo, best man. Best man. In the Will Smith show. She best? played. Um, Nah, nah, chill. See, you reaching. Chill, chill, chill. No, chill. I'm not. Oh, no, I'm not, no, I'm not reaching. The best man in no, the best no. man holiday. Those are big movies. What are you talking those about? The nigga, so is the Fresh Prince is a big show. I'm not saying we don't fuck with her. We fuck with her. But outside of us, I'm, I'm, I don't think so. Ask, ask the white dude because you ain't got white friends. Ask the white dude. You know, do he know who Neil Long is? How you know I know white dudes? Look at that walk past that you see who uh, compliment you on your dog. Right, look, this is how I'm going to break it down. This is how I'm going to break it down. She's highly referenced in mad hip-hop tracks, let's be honest. She was in the, uh, huh? Tell me outside of nigga shit where you would know Neil Long from. Respectfully. I'm, I'm going to just say like that. Can we agree on this then? She like the Lorenz Tate in the female flame? No. I right, see. We ain't going to agree there. Tell me, nah. out, just tell me one thing outside of nigga shit where we could reference Neil Long. I just think that's a little unfair, and I get what you're trying to say. Yeah. But I don't think. What, what, what are we talking that, about? Some nigga shit. I think that you're misrepresenting the cross branding of her brand over the course of her career. And I think that you're only saying now, is she most predominantly recognized in the black community? Yes, I'll give you that. Oh, not crossed over. Huh? Neil Long has not crossed over. So you don't think any of her films cross genres to where yes, other cultures and other people would know something that could have possibly crossed over? Absolutely. I'm saying I do not believe Neil Long's brand has crossed over. Now I'm open to being wrong about that. That's why I said, tell me one thing. And y'all, no, but, but I, I, I understand what you're saying. She, and, and you're up, she wasn't in, like, <laughs> you're good, you're good. You're using this as a basis to your argument, but that doesn't negate the fact that because her name is involved, that other media outlets ain't gonna pick it up just because. I get that, but I'm saying those other media outlets, nigga shit. Time out, big mama's uh, house. Oh, my nigga, she gonna be on X. Ex- Mario Lopez will be on extra, extra, Hold on. Time and Neil gonna be talked about. Time out. Martin's black, obviously, but are we saying that that was only a black movie? That didn't cross over? Big Mama's House didn't cross over? No, she wasn't. I'm asking the question. I'm answering you. Nia Long's role in Big Mama's House, not big enough. She was on NCIS Los Angeles on CBS. And anyway, Big Mama's House role wasn't as big and popular as Will Smith's role. I'm going to say that. Will Smith was a crossover show more so than Big Mama's House. And that's my point. I can't even pull it together. Nah, she was she on third watch. Girl, you got she that was, though. But I, that's not what I'm watch, arguing about. Which is a white show. She was on uh, NC double uh, NCIS. I'm sorry. See, the more, the uh, more you, Andrews. the more you keep yeah, saying so. shit, the more girl go keep saying like, <laughs> and you still, you still have you're proving my point. No, <laughs> that's all he gonna say. Look at him. Look at him though. Look at him. She was the voice for Velma <laughs> on Scooby Doo. Whatever you want to say. Velma on Scooby Doo. All I'm saying is. Scooby Doo wasn't crossovers. Scooby Doo was definitely crossover. <laughs> oh, snap. Teaching. 
So look. I love him. I love Neil Long. Nigga, I lost the question. I don't even know what the question was. found out last year that she had a famous sister. <laughs> oh my god! She did even though she had a sister. Okay. Famous. Her sister still look good, goddamn. But anyway, she still look good. Exactly. This is why I'm just like. I don't get it, but whatever. But it's, it's don't get what? No, 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 no. no. We, what we're not going to do is drag this out for another thirty minutes. We got it. I don't the want to. I, I, like, I like. I like. I like darkness, though. Yeah, y'all, y'all out there, y'all can uh, decide for yourselves what what the hell going going on. But um, what I do want to do is talk about a report that just I just saw. I, maybe it came out a few days ago, but. Uh, it's reported and confirmed that Rihanna is now going to headline the Super Bowl. She's going to be the headline performer at the Super Bowl uh, this coming February. That girl, Riri. Yeah, so my nigga ASAP going to hit the stage. That's what's up. <laughs> he just might. I don't know. Uh. Nah, that's not happening. Look, look, that sounds like hate, see? Because what if he come out? And do what? Perform. Nigga, what really? the fuck? Yes. Uh, well, good luck. One train, Goldie. That's long he got with Neil Long. <laughs> the one he referenced Neil Long again, right? This nigga stupid. Did he um, have a song with But um, nah, he got he got a couple he got a couple big records. Only but anyway, the only song I know is fucking probably, and that's it. Oh, that's a huge record as well. Um, but anyway, um, see you in the Navy. What you no, you a beehive. Never mind. Never mind. No, I like Rihanna. I buy her yeah, brother. but you're not in the Navy though. It's different though. It's levels though. I'm just saying you're not a part of the, you're not in the Navy. I'm not in no game. Yeah, yeah. See, he telling tellin <laughs> no, you what you want. Nah, you in the beehive. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Hold on, see. Wait, no, 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 no. You time out. Hold on. See. You telling me you're not in the beehive? Is that what you're saying? Well, wait. No, no, you wait, nigga. C, answer the question, please. Are you in the beehive or not? So you don't answer. <laughs> yeah, but look, here's the thing. I am a person who is very objective, but I do like Rihanna. I buy her products. I buy all her stuff. Fenty, the makeup, the beauty, the um, you know, the skincare line. And I the um, Yalas. Yeah, exactly. Me, yeah, me undies. Yeah, exactly. I was about to, I was trying to say it without New saying, Amsterdam like, Vodka. Yeah. <laughs> New I'm Amsterdam Vodka. I bought all her stuff. I like Rihanna a lot. Yeah, who doesn't though? I mean, I don't feel it. Like, if you don't now, like Rihanna, I ask question. Nigga thirst. You got mad shit going on. What's up, man? <laughs> <laughs> you're not even ready, bro. Come on, son. <laughs> no, he's not even ready. Like, hey, yo. bad thirsty. You're not even in the whole hey. camera, bro. Hey, yo, the position yourself. Get your shit together, man. Fix your collar, bro. <laughs> sitting with his art, with his back art. Hey, yo, the name. What's the name of Rihanna Crew? The Navy. The Navy. Yeah. Like, cash money is the army. Better yet, the Navy. So what you trying to say? It was Rockefeller, but yeah. No, it was cash money first. It was cash money that's first. But what I'm saying yeah, that's is the, the line, yeah. I'm saying. But I never knew that was the name of her crew. Yeah. Hello. You know, Nikki got the bar. I don't know what they call Cardi people. Uh, Cardi gang. 
right, that's her shit. Rihanna's the Navy, B is Beehive. Everybody got a little click. Lil Pim is Beehive, but we won't talk about that. Yo, Jersey shit is the Jersey Steams. <laughs> the Jersey Steams? What? No, nigga, we're, we're going to cut that out and <laughs> moving on. That didn't. That shit didn't even land well. That shit was trash. Um, you better than that, man. Go back to the drawing board. Um, do you think it's gonna be? Do you do you think it's gonna be Rihanna like by herself like the whole time, or you think she gonna do the Dr. Dre and bring out like a bunch of you know special guests and shit like that? I think she gonna probably bring out. See, because Rihanna got so many songs that just hit. It's gotta be like very strategic on who she does bring out. You think Hove comes out for Umbrella? Maybe, but I don't even think she sings yeah, Umbrella. Sorry. I think she sings Just Live Your Life, and that's not even her song, that's T.I. song. So, I mean, mm, yeah, I don't know. But that song was like... I know she she gonna do Bitch Better Have My Money. <laughs> <laughs> she gonna do it. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I think she gonna she do that. do like Wild Thoughts or something and bring out Khaled or something, but... Oh, please, no. I mean... Yep. <laughs> That's exactly what's going to happen. Then it's going to get to all, all the songs you think she's going to do, she ain't doing. Exactly. So you know right she got to do, like, the biggest hits, like, where people know her from, like, work and stuff like that. Like, she got to do, like, her biggest shit. Yeah, but Umbrella's a big record. Umbrella is, but... If Home Come Out is going to be Run This Town, I think. Yeah. Mm. It wouldn't be Umbrella. I don't think exactly. Thank you. Because yeah. I was like, I don't think this Umbrella is going to bring it out. Well, the only reason the only reason why I say that, right, is because Hove only had like a little eight balls in that. It wasn't about him. He was really introducing her. So that could just be like a little moment because Hove is the one curating his whole shit anyway and making it or I'm saying like brokering the deals and all of that. So um, I would say it's not about him. That's the only reason why I would say that. Like Run This Town is his song with featuring her. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. So I, it could also be a big moment, but I don't know if he were to do like a whole full joint to like, I, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. That's That was my that was my reason for saying Umbrella. I just don't think he would try to make it about him, you know? I get what you're saying. He might not even come out at all. She might, might not play her part on that song. Yeah, it's, it's possible. They could do a, put, put a little medley it's, together. It's possible I mean, they'd go far left and do... It's on some female empowerment. She just had mad chicks come one by one. Who knows what they're going to do about that? Yeah, ain't no time. I hope they don't do that shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but I really don't. This gets whack. Because y'all really don't mean it. So, whatever. You know what's crazy, though? The fact that we're talking about this in September. We ain't even five weeks into an NFL season. And I feel like this is one of the earliest announcements that they've done. Because I don't remember Dre and Snoop and all of them being announced in no damn September. I feel like this is mad early. I'm not mad at it. But I'm just saying, this seems really early. Well, somebody leaked it. And then she just confirmed it. because they Apple. They Apple it. Music. And here's what... I, remember what I was saying about um, Apple. I was really speaking about them in the content space in terms of like Apple TV Plus or their original shows. But... Apple, man, you know, I ain't got to sell niggas on Apple. We know what the brand is, but I'm just saying, like, their imprint and them getting into different arenas, like, I think we're going to see Apple in a lot more spaces and become even more dominant because this is an Apple 
uh, this is the Apple Music like collaboration. So that in itself is like, that's different. You see Amazon just got to deal with the NFL and Amazon now is doing Thursday night football. You can't even find this shit on regular TV no more. It's straight only on Amazon Prime. Like what? You know, yeah, it was yeah. mad at that first. Day. I never even watched that. It's yeah, fire though. It's fire to me. Like one of my mans was saying, he think it was trash, but I think it's fire because I think everybody has a Prime account and it's already on your phone. Well, it's already I on get, your shit. Like you the don't niggas need... who, the niggas who say it's trash don't got it. <laughs> All the niggas who don't got one, that shit trash. Well, 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 get this right. Get this. So they say fifty. I think they said six fifty-seven percent of the population has an Amazon Prime account. They so you in the, yeah, so you in the you in the minority, bro. <laughs> like get your shit together. It's 2022. What are you where are you getting your stuff from online? And if you're not buying it from Amazon, where you I'm going? I tell you, it's one of the most fascinating <laughs> things I've ever bought. <laughs> <laughs> Amazon is flat. it. Amazon mm. is it. Period. They got the overnight shit now where they get you your shit like Early in the morning. Nah, you can get your shit in two hours. No, you can get your shit in two hours. But I'm saying, like, I ordered something recently, and it came like between like four a.m. and eight a.m. I'm like, I'm like, yo, I hate Amazon. Nah, he's down. I I got Amazon Prime though. Oh, I was getting ready to say because we might want something from Amazon later on. No, but fuck Amazon. Well, we don't get we ain't get this new yo that new Amsterdam vodka. (laughs) I see you giving them a free ad, man. Fuck them niggas, man. Well, what's wrong? What's 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 not the like though? Why you mad? Tell them why you mad, son. You must not be seeing the workers' conditions. Now Amazon set out that cash app. They got better, they got horrible work conditions though, and like them them hubs and shit. I, I, I ain't even joking. I know we joking and having fun, but they Every three days, it's like mad shit coming out. They shut down facilities, unions, strikes. Like it's bad. They're trying to figure it out, but they still ain't got it together. That's what the problem monopoly with... is, baby. Capitalism. It's America, ain't it? Nah. The problem <laughs> is they don't. Amazon trying. They're not trying to do no union shit. Right. And most jobs ain't. <clears throat> yeah, that's where. Yeah, that's but they privately crazy. own, so that they so they can really like say no fuck you no it's been like somebody else what the not new york i don't know somebody recently um just lost the fight with trying to unionize in their shop with amazon i forget where but yeah they're not they're not rocking with the union i agree with yeah that. so i don't know if it's a good or bad thing because i ain't really do my my due diligence on it i just know every two days i see something in the news where niggas is dying niggas is even dying that's Amazon. That's a fact. Now that's a fact. Like dying in the in the shop, the warehouse. So I don't know what kind of shit they got niggas on. Like if they working double shifts, mandatory or doing, I don't know. But I ain't never heard a nigga die in the warehouse work. I don't know what kind of shit they got going on over there. I've but... heard people nah, die. Nah, niggas die in warehouses mm-hmm. every every day. Every I've year. heard that. Like regular <laughs> warehouse My work. I know that. My husband, um, his, a friend of a friend he knows died. Just recently, actually, from being in the warehouse. Working but in the warehouse. What? On some Amazon shit? Not Amazon shit, no. He was working around um, I guess it was like a chemical factory or whatever. Yeah, that's different. And... I'm talking about niggas selling socks and 
Chargers. Nah, bro, you wildin' yeah. though. Nah, you. Nah, yeah, you, you wildin'. You Come on. Yeah, yeah, you savvier than that. You Don't do that. Specific. My nigga, what liquid? What harmful liquid do Amazon sell? You talking about like the, the fucking plant that's Homer Simpson at? What niggas be dying at? <laughs> I'm talking nah. about some shit that come to your house in two days. But I'm not even talking about like liquid chemicals per se. But I mean, it's machinery. Yeah. It's machinery in a yes. warehouse. In any warehouse, there's you injury. You're prone to injury yes. in any warehouse if you ain't paying attention. Now, if you're talking uh, about if you're talking about being if you're talking about being that. overworked, if you're talking about being overworked or they don't have no AC, niggas is passing out, like because they're different, their levels to work uh, warehouse work conditions. But if we're just speaking about a warehouse generally, and even more specifically Amazon, like I know what those warehouses look like. You know what I'm saying? Like it's mad shit going on. You can die uh, messing with a forklift the wrong way. No, nah, I, I understand that part. I'm just saying, like, for the fact that they're so big of a company and they're going through union problems, people are actually dying. And we're not really hearing too much in the news or in the media about, like, the work conditions that Amazon is in. We always just hear about the deals or how lucrative or how unlucrative or how they shut this person down, this down. We always hear about, like, the money side of it. We never hear about the inner workings. And the inner workings is crazy to me if you start seeing the news and the little the little uh, blotters that they write about them. That's all well, I'm saying. I, I said it jokingly, but I really did mean it when I said that it is a monopoly. And part of the problem and why they're having so many problems in the in the fashion in which you're speaking of is because they are privatized. They do want to continue to expand and grow and just take over more and more and more and more. For example, the reason why you can get your stuff in two hours now is because they're building fulfillment centers all in these rural areas outside of metro area cities so that they can get to the people faster. So by doing that, sure, it's good business. Your bottom line grows exponentially. Ain't he the richest man in the world or something like that? Jeff Bezos, I think he's number one. Like, on no, he, he, he up there. I think he's number one. I mean, him and Elon kind of go back and forth or whatever, but like, he's like number one in the world. He definitely um, would have been number one if his wife ain't No, that's wrong. No. no, that's wrong. He got a divorce and was still number one after yeah. she took half. That's how much bread he got. I know. That's what I'm saying. He definitely would have stayed number one way ahead of... That's what I'm saying. He would have been way ahead of niggas if yeah. that ain't happened. I mean, but... The still, fact that you still number one after losing half is, is crazy. I think he got more money after that. Yeah, the fact that she game. went she went number one just off that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's number one. She Yo, gotta she be number one. one. <laughs> Ooh, no, doing medicine and stuff. They about to get into their She's number one. Game. So She's Amazon is one. not going nowhere. So it really don't matter. Oh no, nah, hell no, they ain't going nowhere. They about to do freight. They, they going, they going crazy with it. They about to do healthcare. They I about just to... said that. You did? Oh, my I bad, Pooty. Pharmaceuticals, yes. Oh, I'm Pooty. <laughs> <laughs> Big poop. <laughs> Stinky. <laughs> no, you're not a big poop. <laughs> and she was like, burr, 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 burr. You ever watch uh, Price is Right? <laughs> they get the wrong answer. They be like, burr, 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 burr. <laughs> I didn't hear what you were saying. No, I didn't hear what you were saying. <laughs> On me. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, shout out to um everybody. I, we got off track. <laughs> shout out to everybody. Um, 
Start talking about the prices, right? You know it's real. Um, you know, it's crazy because like I feel like I get I just keep talking about this guy because he's just everywhere. But what you gonna do? Kevin Hart, once again, talking about him again, bringing him up again, but he did drink champs. Um, I'm only bringing it up because I watched it. It was the most recent episode. And I thought what was very interesting to me is he spoke specifically about what we've been talking about on this podcast. And Gert specifically, I got to give him the oop for however long. He broke everything down. He said people, you know, they would criticize and say, Oh, he's not funny. Oh, he's not this. I liked him when he was doing that. Whatever the case may be. He said, but Joe, you don't realize how damaging it is to the brand that I'm building as an overall when I'm doing my family stuff. He's like, y'all don't, re- y'all don't realize I've done everything. I've done animation, uh, sitcom, uh, radio. Like he just started going down all of his names. Like I'm checking every box. Like we've literally, Gert has literally sat here and said for weeks, he believes him to be trying to check all boxes and everything ain't for everybody, but that's what he's doing. And he's doing it in a way that nobody's ever done it before. He literally got on there and said the exact thing. And I thought that that was uh, very telling as to where he is in his brand and his career now, where you get to a comfortable seat to where you can kind of just talk freely in a way. So um, also I'm noticing that I mentioned a couple of weeks ago that I checked out his stand-up. And of course, at his stand-up show, they had his tequila. I tried it. I like it. But I'm finding or I'm seeing that it's becoming more readily available. He just did a deal with the Sugar Factory. So like, if you go to the Sugar Factory now, you can get all mixed drinks or whatever, whatever there. And it's just, it's interesting. Like, have y'all tried uh, LeBron's tequila yet? Anybody? I have. I have. No, I haven't. Now, see, when you tried it, I don't know how recent or how long ago it was, but when you got it, was it kind of like rare or difficult for you to find? Or was it, is it at all your local liquor stores? Um, I didn't find it. Um, The man found it. And I think he went to um a regular liquor store. Yeah. Because he was searching online. Here you could just search online and see who got it or whatever. And so, I mean, you probably could do that. Anyway. I'm about to say but... it's the World Wide Web, see? <laughs> I mean, I know our liquor stores are different. Our liquor stores are like state- State regulated, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they only have like a couple things. So he had to drive to go get it and he got it so he could taste it. And it was, it was good. I got it. Okay. Only reason why I'm asking is because I haven't seen it yet. Um, I haven't really been to that many liquor stores where I've been looking, but any liquor store that I have been in that I have looked, I haven't seen it. And I'm just looking at Kevin Hart on his run. Um, and it looks like he's putting in the legwork to make sure that it's as in many places or as in many stores as possible. So, um, you know, I don't know if it's in in y'all states yeah. yet but this um, is here this is in the yeah. HP store i've seen it see that's what i'm saying you know like um girl did you try lebron's tequila 
No, I didn't yet. I just been um heavy on the Dictivo. I'm I'm heavy on the Dictivo right now. Shout out to Dictivo and the good folks over there. A Dictivo is fire though. From the different like reposado they got to the the bottle, like all of that shit is fire. So yeah, shout out to them. Um, I forget what my point was there. Um, but I think I was just talking about his tequila. And talking the fact about that, yeah. just killing shit and being great and yeah. history right before our eyes, and we should be appreciating it. All right. Well, yeah. Way to put the button on that one. <laughs> um, so check this out. Right. Last week I was talking about how I wanted to go see Avatar because I saw it being advertised that it was um going to be in theaters last Friday. So last Friday, I'm trying to make plans. I'm texting wifey like, yo, you trying to go like catch the late night show, all of this shit, right? I'm glad I read the fine print because I would have played myself crazy. So what actually happened was the new Avatar doesn't come out until December. <laughs> what they're doing is they've re-imaged or reimagined the old Avatar. They just put it in 4K and 3D and they're releasing it that way in theaters right now. So you know how mad I would have been if I would have went to the movies, paid $20 for a movie ticket. Well, more than 20 because I ain't getting just one. Like, you know what I'm saying? To, to realize that I'm watching a, a movie that's over 10 years old that I've seen a bunch of times. <laughs> but I thought you don't get like, they don't get like early advance for the, when it does come out or there's no incentive to buying these tickets for Friday. Nah, this is, again, this is the, the movie that we know and that we saw, it's just reimagined. So maybe it's a few couple different nuances or a few extra scenes. And like I said, it's in 4K, it's in 3D, but that's it. It's not a different movie. It's not a different story. There is a sequel coming, but that sequel doesn't come out until December in theaters. So I think I just, I read it wrong, but I don't even know. I guess they do that with films, but yeah, I just read that all wrong. And I'm glad I reread it before I hit submit because I would I was going to be tight. <laughs> this man said, no, again. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, they uh, they funny. They, they almost got me. Represent, like who would do that? Who would <laughs> but it should. It, that's what I'm trying to say. Like it should be some type of incentive. Like who wants to just watch the same movie in theater? <laughs> yeah, that. yeah. Like I don't care about your 3D guy. Like yeah, I don't care. F your experience. <laughs> <laughs> I already have the movie. Like I have it. <laughs> it's have on it. every. Oh, that's what it is. It's on 3D. It's, 3D it's, it's, it's 4K 3D. So I was hoping that it wasn't 3D because I'm not trying to watch a movie with glasses. Like, I don't want to do that. Like, I've done that. It's not, it's not, I don't need that. 4K is cool, but I mean, you talking about megapixels, bro. Like, the shit going to look dope anyway. I'm, in the, I'm at the theater. It's on the big screen. Like, it's going to be clean. I, you don't got to, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not giving you no money for that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Especially, and even if you got a deleted scene or two, I don't care about that. Not that much. That movie like three hours long. <laughs> I'm gonna sit through a whole three hours for an extra twelve minutes. I'm cool. See, I don't got that problem with the women king, cause I know that's dope. <laughs> <laughs> you know pada, 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 pada. 
Yeah. You went to see Warren King? Hell no, he ain't see that shit. He just Ooh. talking shit. Nah, I saw Beast, though. Uh, oh, hell no. I'm definitely not watching that nah, but, Now, how was it, though? Because I did want to see it, though. How was it? It was all right. I liked it. I see what they did. Look, you see, you see every time you do the voice inflictions when you go up, when you when you take it up a couple octaves, you gotta you gotta be I wary of that response. Did. <laughs> did you answer a question like I see what oh. they did. <laughs> I see where they was we, going. I mean, we see this too. But how did y'all not a visionary? See, the problem with y'all is y'all can't see the vision. See the vision, my brother. <laughs> I see what they did, what they was trying to do. <laughs> <laughs> nah, they got across what they were trying to do. I'm just saying, like, it was very minimalistic as far as, like, what they could do. So it was, but I think it was, like, 11 actors all throughout the movie and one and one line. That's it. <laughs> 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 so you do the math, nigga, well, how much, it, how much was they had to get Snoop off. Lion? <laughs> 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 Yeah, that shit was motherfucking die lion. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Mad lion. <laughs> that shit was Rico Key lion. Nah, chill, chill. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Um, yeah, nah, I didn't see that, but um, I did consider watching it because I, I, you know, I rock with Idris. I think we all rock with Idris, but the uh, the plot did have me a little worried. I'll be honest. <laughs> um, but I might check it out. Um, any other movies to check out though? While I'm while we on movies right now, movies, shows like to check out, not your typical whatever we watching, but like just anything y'all came across, anything that's supposed to be coming out. Any shows? Yeah, I came across this movie the other day called On the Come Up, On My Come Up, Paramount Plus. Um, it's directed by Sanaa Lathan, and it's like oh. a rap movie. It's a, it's like a, it's interesting. So it has Lady London in it. It got uh, Method Man in it. It got Mike Epps in it. Sanaa Lathan, of course. I'm trying to think of another. I seen. I think that. I saw it's the like preview. Battle type thing. Yeah, it's it's, it's though I, I fucks with it. I fucks with it. I ain't gonna lie to you. But the facts are now Lathan directed it and whoever whoever had it's not bad. I fucks with it. And this is not her first either. Like she's been kinda she's been in that space for a little minute in terms of like directing and, and executive producing. Um so she get it from her daddy. Like, <clears throat> Who a daddy, Van Lathan? Dan. <laughs> I don't know, Van, but not got the... <laughs> Hell no. Nah, who who up pops for real? Stan Lathan. Stan. The nigga that comedy jam. Yeah, he's mm. done a lot. He has a really big resume. Um right. can't right. even tell you all the stuff he did. So I'm gonna have to Google that kids. <laughs> he he coming in strong. Word. Pause. Pause. <laughs> Yo, Jers, they didn't appreciate your Van Lathan joke. That was pretty good. <laughs> it over their head. It was pretty good. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Were um, damn. Oh, damn. You threw me off with the uh, Sanaa. I was going. Oh, now nah, it made me think of 
Did y'all ever see that show that she had on? Forgot what it was on, but it was like she was a cop. Fuck, was the name? Yeah, of that? she was a drunk cop, and it was maybe something guy. like that. Yeah, it was. It was on Netflix. Yeah, I like that show. Like me too, but I think it, was it was only was on one ABC. season. I think it was on ABC or NBC or Fox. No, it was on Fox. Fox, maybe. Yeah, it was a big network. Yeah. It's called like in the heat of the something. <laughs> it's definitely not in the heat of the night. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even finish it. I said in the heat of the sun. So heating up. <laughs> <laughs> heat wave. <laughs> uh, blue lives. Black and blue. Shades of blue. Nah, chill, chill, chill. But I, I, I got you though. It was good though. It was it good, was. and I'm mad that they never um renewed it. Let's talk about that. Like shows that they don't renew, because that'd be pissing me off. Like Seven Seconds with uh Regina, which was it, King or Hall? I always mess them up. It was definitely King. King, right? <laughs> I know the I know the face, but I always you mess know the, the name. Face, but not the name. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was excellent. <laughs> Yeah, one season, good. one and done. Um, taking it back to HBO. Yeah, ever see that show called The Night of? Yeah. Fire. One yeah. and done. Yeah, it was good. Like, I don't understand why they don't be like renewing some of these joints. Did y'all see uh that uh the Miss Pat show got a new season on BT Plus? Yeah, I watched it. You watched the show? Mm-hmm. I watched all of it were um shout out to her you know she's finally making some noise and getting more of a look you know she's been doing it for a long time so it's good to see you know people get their just do there um <clears throat> i i never understood why they the carmichael show was only two seasons that show was fire to me oh yeah the carmichael show was good i never watched that i liked it yeah. I don't know. I mean, maybe it was Girl. the viewership. They canceled Nick Cannon's show real quick, too, so who knows? I, I don't right. think they give black people or black shows those, uh, you know, they don't Well, give. that's why I set the night of, just to dispel that, because I, I, I agree, you know, especially most of the time, but, like, sometimes it don't got nothing to do with black, because the night of ain't black at all. It was just a great show, written well, suspense all of that and it just never came back you know what i'm saying like um unless they called it a limited series and i would have to go back to confirm that yeah i know, think it was a... considered that a limited okay because okay, that could explain it because when you have a limited series that's normally anywhere from like six to eight episodes and then it's a wrap um but a lot of these oh snap oh okay my bad i'm old as shit man <laughs> no, you killed the mosquito the call, the call, like you my... to kill a mosquito <laughs> <laughs> the Carmichael show just had a crazy cast, though, that was undeniable. Yeah. That, to me. I mean, I know you've never seen it, Jers, but... You yeah, I've never it. seen it. You could probably catch it on Netflix right now. And once you see it, you would, you would be like, why this thing get three, four, five seasons compared to the other shit that got but the season? But he had, like, a sitcom or something like that, right? That's what I'm talking about, the Carmichael show. Well, so here's the thing, right? And I don't know, I'm purely speculating because I've never seen it. But like, even to C's point of black content, could it be that? Could it be as a black creator, they don't want to just highlight nah. some of those black stories? No? 
because you didn't do the typical black shit. Put it this way. His pops voted for Trump in one of the episodes, and they figured out a way to make that interesting and funny all at the same time. Word. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I know that uh, Charlemagne was singing his praises, pause, but I mean... Tiffany Haddish, Edgar Allen, what's my man, Allen Gray? I'm about to say Allen Gray. I'm about to say Edgar Allen Poe. for 250 years. David Allen, my man, you know that nigga, man. Damn, whatever his name is. Hold on, time out. Time out, time out. Edgar Allen Poe. No, I was going to say Edgar Allen Gray. I was about to mix some niggas in. Pause. But yeah, my man, David Allen Gray. That is crazy, yo. David Allen Gray. snap. What's up, Shorty? <laughs> What's Shorty that always played the most? Just mother? hilarious. Oh, nah, shit. Tiffany Haddish was in there, right? Nah, I, I gotta find out where he died. Nah, it was Tiffany Haddish. Um, uh, Lil Ray or Ray? What's my man from Chicago? Lil Ray. Lil Ray. There you go. Yeah. And um, the short, the Shorty that always played the moms. She was like the moms that waiting to exhale. She was the moms that said, "Yo." <laughs> Yo, Edgar Allan Poe died in 1849. <laughs> Come on, my nigga. I didn't think that shit was that funny, my nigga. But go ahead. I hit that. Yo, why you mad? He mad. You know oh. what I meant, though. Yo, that's hilarious. And Loretta Divine. <laughs> I thought, I don't know why I thought Jess Hilarious. No, Jess Hilarious is in the Little Rail show. Yeah, she was in the Little Rail show. That, that yeah. I don't think chance. he's funny either, yo. Nah, it was I, funny in this car, I Michael. Like I'm telling you. I don't, I'm not the biggest fan. I don't care about Lil Rel. I like Lil Rel. Yeah, I fucked with Lil Rel. He got yeah. a couple. He did good in that, um, in that Kevin Hart movie. He was dope. The father yeah, he did good. Yeah, mm. he did good. He did yeah. good. He did good. That's, you know, that's the pocket he gonna be in. Because ain't too... Unless he just break out. Pause, but I don't think that's gonna he, happen. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I don't... He's okay, but I don't think like you know people be speak like sometimes when people speak of him and I, when I say people I say like like a Charlemagne and that could just be a friendship thing trying to throw the alley whatever but like you know when they speak of him like oh you know he's one of the next up and coming ones like he's 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 brilliant people just haven't really seen it he need the light he need the shine and then when I see him in certain joints, like, okay, yes, his role in that was fine. It was nothing wrong with it. I mean, I liked his role in Get Out, although he wasn't supposed to be, like, OD funny. But it was it was good. You know what I'm saying? It was solid. But him as, like, a lead guy, I don't, I don't, I'm not that thoroughly intrigued. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm not as intrigued to even care as much because I, I don't really think I've seen anything to make me watch it because of him. If he's in it, cool. But I don't think I'm clicking on it like, oh, Lil Rel, oh, click. Well, like, his nah. show wasn't bad. I like this show. Work. That's cool. Um, and the Carmichael thing was that more like a uh, is it was it sketch comedy or was it actually like sitcom sitcom? Yeah, you just gonna have to watch it because I don't mm-hmm. really know what. That's what I'm saying. It was all like it's all that mixed in. And then the way he attacks it is interesting. And then the different views everybody got. And it's like, it's not typical. It's mad all over the place, but cohesive at the same time. So that's what made it dope to me. Yeah, I liked it too. But I like him as a a comedian, I'm sorry, too. 
Word. That's cool. We could go to we could go to uh Brett. No, we didn't talk about Brett. And Brett Favre has been accused of or found guilty. I don't know. Well, he's in the news for stealing about five million dollars uh from the state of Mississippi what welfare news? fund to fund his daughter's volleyball team. I believe that's the story. <laughs> Look at what white people do. <laughs> <laughs> and we mad at uh <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <Anti> Tacupo. <laughs> we mad at look at we what mad the white the Kim Bay Anti <laughs> The whites tried to sweep this underneath the floor. <laughs> Five million dollars from welfare. Nigga. From Mississippi though. Mississippi's poor. <laughs> One of the poorest states in the country. Like, be clear, and that's not a shot. That is yeah. a how, how you get that off like that, though? How? It's a whole lot of wranglers, I tell you that. <laughs> yeah, but how do you, like, how, how you steal it? Well, be clear, it wasn't just him, it was all, him, also some other politicians or local, like, elected officials. Like, it was, yeah. it was some people. This is like a sting operation. <laughs> this is <laughs> this a is real, real, this is a thing. This is yeah. a thing. So how I think is a lot of layers to that answer. You know what I'm saying? It's levels. It's, it's this channel through that channel to funnel it here to make it clean and then wash it over here to make it clean again. So you double clean. So is it, is, it, is it possible he didn't know or we just- what? No. Oh, no, no Woos. I'm no. sorry. I didn't mean to say wet like that. But... No, I'm mm -hmm. just asking because I don't know. Because you said it was on the news. I'm trying to find out what news it was on. Well, see, this is the problem. This is what we're saying. They cover it up. They so once once the uh the Kimbe entered the Kubo story came out. <laughs> Who that? I'm guessing that's the coach you're talking about. Yeah. So, oh, all right. You just trying to be funny. Oh, um, I like what the fuck. You know, what the fuck, Giannis did now. Giannis, Giannis should be just chilling right now. What are you talking about, my man? Right, you made his name harder, motherfucker. Oh, goddamn! Call that nigga Yuki, Yuki, or something. Yuki, Yuki, or something. Yuki, Yuki, something. <laughs> street fighter. <laughs> he definitely fighting the streets right now. <laughs> um, yeah, black Twitter on his ass. Yeah, but I'm saying that his story got front page news and the Brett thing just kind of flew right under the radar. Nobody talking about it no more. Nobody bringing it up. But I mean, that was and is the story. Uh, I believe it's an ongoing investigation, if I'm not mistaken. Um, it is. And but, it happened before the whole Boston thing happened. So they yeah, it happened like take, two weeks ago. Yeah. They tried to take this story and put it in front. And now oh, I guess how they keep so it's going to yeah. yeah, I'm about to say it's going to stretch. So once it get real, real down and nitty gritty, that's going to be like, all right, here's the facts. And then it's going to break down. I got you. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and then that's it. <laughs> and Brett ain't going to jail. And, you know, that what I'm saying? remind me of the, um, remember the, um, the, the full house shit with the, with the college shit. It's a little yeah. bit worse, though. Yeah. <laughs> no, this, this is this... bad because this is for a volleyball team. Like, y'all niggas couldn't do no fun. Well, this is where I we're the I fun. Had to pass around candy for my track team, and y'all niggas couldn't do that <laughs> shit. Like... So at least uh, the full house people were using their money. Exactly. But these niggas done took the 
They took, took the, the state money <laughs> the for, the, for, the, for the household. <laughs> the dot org? They took the dot org out of shit. That's crazy. <laughs> The, the welfare, does, you mean. yo, first the of all, does. <laughs> son, they're one of the poorest states in the country, and welfare is already a government assistance program. Mm -hmm. So you're taking, you're literally taking for the less fortunate, like, on, like that's crazy, like. But and, what Bruce said he's gonna say he didn't know where the money was coming from; that it was just donations. That's what he's gonna say. Scandalous. Yeah, I think I think that's what's gonna happen. But I mean, we already see the writing on the wall of how this is gonna play out. But I'm trying to figure out how they got that off, though. There's no way. I'm trying. To, you know how hard it is to get food stamps nowadays. That's crazy. And I just Not if you control it. I just googled it, and I wanted to see the list. I just put poorest states in the U.S. 2022, Mississippi. <laughs> The poorest U.S. state with 18.8% of its residents living in poverty. The state also has its highest child poverty rate with 27.9% of its 18 and under population meeting federal poverty guidelines. That's a shame. Yeah, and the water. You seen the water shit over there, right? Oh, yeah. The water is still bad. This shit is crazy. This is crazy. That's just... And... I mean, you never. And on top of and, and on top of all of this, they're like one of the most racist too. They was the last one to take the damn Confederate flag out of their state flag. So you got to convolute all of those things, and you know, it's it's the I epitome of white privilege. I never expected <laughs> Brett Favre to be the biggest humanitarian. No. I mean, I never took him for that. But this right here. After you said all those facts, it's kind of disgusting. And it's just like, it shouldn't be swept underneath for a little cheating scandal or whatever. That I don't even care about what that nigga was doing, to be perfectly honest with you. I more so care about this because like you said, you're literally taking from the poor and like destitute, underprivileged, like the, the most underprivileged people just to fund your daughter's volleyball team. Do you know how much privilege and white privilege that is like do you have like there is like several levels of privilege and he has like i think he's jumped over several <laughs> like he's at the top tier you couldn't just fund the team my nigga yeah that's what that i mean i don't put too much valid uh in that because it don't take five million to fund no fucking volleyball team not unless you're trying to make like you know like an international league of volleyball or some shit like. And this is, and I'm I'm just I'm just trying to yeah, I wanna, unless, you're, I, unless you're trying to get Venus and Serena out that motherfucker. I don't see where the five <laughs> where the five million going. Shit. Get, get Nike a little Nike dress, get you some Nikes, and we out. Like what the fuck you gonna Nike do? Or Nike whatever, Nike warm up wet song. Shoot, man. Unless I said volleyball and soccer. Or so, I don't know. That's a gotta be more than volleyball, though. And it's they saying it's it's about 35 people um in total that's involved in this thing. So it's not just him. He's probably the most popular. Just to put yeah. that out there. But it is it is deep. And they said CNN said that, and this is the direct quote: Brett Favre continued to pressure for volleyball facility funding even after being told it was possibly illegal. Oh, shit. So he knew. 
How important they got is text messages. These niggas, like that's not like <laughs> <laughs> it's illegal. So what? I went volleyball. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't think this is what. Uh, <laughs> this is not the white version of John Q. <laughs> John Q was was coming to his son's aid <laughs> to save his life. <laughs> You coming to your daughter's aid to provide aid for some leisure shit? No, <laughs> can't do it. Sorry. Oh my god! And what about she trash? What about if she don't even play good and you did all this shit <laughs> for your whack daughter that don't play good? She <laughs> your whack daughter. She's number one. She's number one. <laughs> she better be good. She better be about seven feet tall, and she better be good for you to be doing stuff like this. This is crazy. The fact that we don't know not one professional volleyball player that's getting <laughs> it. I don't know. I don't know not one. I don't even know if there is. Is there professional volleyball? I don't yeah, know. There, there but... got to be a profession in volleyball, but I don't know one that's popping, cracking, and getting to the money for you to be stealing from the <laughs> stealing from the. <laughs> From the gov. <laughs> I can see I can see if it was like, you know, some boosters from Alabama doing some shit for the, you know. So check so hold rolling on. Rolling so, tide or something. So but wait, hold on. That is, is that it's a lot of famous people that came from welfare <laughs> that did not come from volleyball. But hold on, real quick. That's funny. That is funny. That's very funny, actually. But let me just provide more information just so it's it's not this is not her little league team. This is for the University of Southern Mississippi. That's even worse. No, that, so now it makes sense because I thought they was in Green Bay or some shit. So now this makes sense. So now just, it's all in yeah, the same still state. Five million though. Cause he went, cause he went there. So that's his alma mater, and I guess she goes there too. And he was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna hold it down. Like, I'm gonna make sure y'all got the best, y'all got the best nets that money could buy. <laughs> you never seen a pair of socks like this. <laughs> I'll make sure you get some crispix, some wheat bread on the way out. one percent milk. We, we got definitely you. sponsored by. You're gonna be sponsored by Gatorade. Well, I mean. I just, I don't, I still don't get it. Sponsored could... by Great Value, fucking with Brett. <laughs> nah, Brett Value, who they stole from. <laughs> they stole from Brett, Great Value. I know, that's who sponsored it, nigga. <laughs> True. <laughs> I don't get it, but hey, to each his own. I mean, whatever, y'all. Yes. White people never cease to amaze me with stuff like this, so I'm not shocked. Should I be? No. <laughs> <laughs> just not shocking. Yeah. Um, so I, I I don't know. I mean, I guess more will be revealed, as they say. Um, but I, I'm definitely gonna be keeping my eye on that one because I don't think many people know about it, and they definitely not talking about it in the news. So we're on to you, Brett. You can't you can't never mind. I ain't, I ain't gonna do that. Um but I was about to talk football real quick. So let me let me start with the good news, at least, you know, some news that somebody, some people might uh, consider good. So we can start first with fantasy football, because like in like, you know, the fake world or whatever, when we play like a, a fake game, um, you know, you still got like winners and losers or whatever. And um, 
I think uh Wolves, you finally got on the board, huh? You finally finally got one this week, huh? I didn't even check to be honest, because Carson Wentz did so bad. I didn't this shit was think that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think I would win, so I didn't even look. But I'm um, good looking, you know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> I play, I think I who I played. Oh no, no, you played me. I went ahead and you know what I'm saying it was my league, you know, and uh-huh. we played each other. So of course, you know, I'm the commission. I go ahead and facilitate that win for you. Let my man get on the ball real quick. You know what I mean, made no, a couple no, calls. Appreciate you. Appreciate made you. Made a couple calls. You know, get on the ball real quick. <laughs> that that boy Bateman, something else, ain't he? Nah, he's special. I like him. He's special. Um, yeah. um, it's a beautiful thing when you get your first win on the commission in the fantasy world. I don't know <laughs> if the people who play fantasy they know what that means. That's like, that's like motherfucking catching an alley oop on Goodell or something like. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? A whole different sport, but you get to feel that one. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, snap. that's funny. Where um, just keeping it. With football, um, Lamar Jackson's amazing still. Um, he never stopped being amazing. <laughs> um, and I'm just running through a couple things. Miami is looking all right. They looking legit so yeah, far. I told you. I told you. Yeah, they looking, they looking pretty good. Um, I hate to say it, but Philly's defense is looking amazing. And they, they look like they're playing as a team right now. So that's, you know. That's happening. <laughs> Jalen Hurts a problem. I like Jalen Hurts. I, I hate when players I like go to teams I don't like. <laughs> it makes it hard for me. But when I'm not being a hater and I'm just looking at the game objectively, no, I, I like Jalen Hurts. Um, and, you know, I want him to do well. I, I just would prefer that he did it in another division. <laughs> but uh, he is nice, though. I like Jalen Hurts. I like Jalen Hurts. Um What's my man name? Uh, what's the other guy? It was Jalen Hurts, and it was Justin. What's what's my man name out in uh in Chicago? Uh, you got Justin Fields, I think you're talking about. Uh, yeah, Fields. He, I like him too. Um, it hasn't quite happened for him yet. I'll say that. It hasn't it hasn't quite turned turned over for him yet, um, in the league as far as I'm concerned. Um, Chicago won or not? I think they lost yesterday. They won last week, or I know they got a win on the board. I don't know if it was last week or the week before, but I know I think they lost uh, Sunday though. So, um, but I I do like him too. Uh, I don't believe in the Giants. I, I know that they haven't lost yet, but I don't I don't think that's that doesn't bot that doesn't, you know, not. <laughs> yeah, they're scrappers, so they haven't been winning convincingly. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm not I'm not uh I'm not really sold on that. Philly, Philly does actually look like a, a good team right now, that they're playing as a team. Um, so like I said, as much as I don't like to admit it, but it is it is true, it is facts. Um and then, you know, it's it's, it's crazy because, you know, my pops is a Raider fan. So, like, I see the games and I hear the commentary. <laughs> Been hearing it for a long time. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, kind of sort of inadvertently, you know, I end up, like, rooting. And it's just like, yo, I don't know what's up, yo. 
it's, and it's I keep the, wanting to call him Oakland so bad. I keep wanting to call him Oakland. It's, it's the play calling and the confidence of Derek Carr. I'll give you more on Derek Carr. I understand the play calling too. You're right, but they're not executing either. They're not executing. I it, said I yesterday mean, after watching the game, they give you just enough hope to have hope. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? At the end of that game yesterday, yeah, I had no business putting yourselves in that position because you had more than enough opportunities to score. But when it was all said and done, you scored when you needed to score, and then you couldn't bring it home. The reason why I put it on Derek Carr, right, is because although your wide receivers are open, you got to understand the angles of what you're throwing. And you can't throw your – you can't put – your wide receivers and tight ends and those particular those predicaments, man. Like, yeah, they can catch the ball for the moment, but you they about to get killed coming across the lane like that with, with them linebackers. That's why Devontae Adams been the only one balling and Josh Jacobs not getting enough carries. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's just my opinion. And that's the problem. More. They're trying to they're trying to force it to Wilder. Renfro was out, so they didn't have too many options. Besides Devontae Adams and maybe the other, I forgot the other wide out. But Carr's not going through all his all his options neither. After he get through his second option, he gets scared when they start doing some dumb shit. I'm gonna be honest. I don't know who hit his ass, but he's scared to get hit. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. But uh that's that's a little tough over over on that side, um, and I mean I ain't talking it's like a, we. I, Josh Allen, right? Let's just watch Josh Allen. Amazing. Josh Allen is amazing. He's nothing short of amazing, and I think that I. I like to see it like, you know, this new crop of quarterbacks. I think we talked about it before when you got your Lamar Jacksons, your Joe Burrows, your Josh Allens, Pat Mahomes, um, Justin Herbert, um, you know, all of these guys, uh, even um, who we just said out in Philly. um, Can't think of his name right now, but I like the new crop of quarterbacks that are coming in because Brady's about to leave Rogers ain't going to be around too much longer. Peyton's already gone. Like that old regime, uh, what's my man name that used to be um, uh, Phil? Why I can't think right now? Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers already gone. Like, you know what I'm saying? So that old regime is on the way out. And I think the NFL is in good hands with the new crop of quarterbacks that are here. But that being said, I think Josh Allen is at, you know, the top. Him, Lamar Jackson, Pat Mahomes, like those are the guys. Like Burrow, I like Burrow too. I think Burrow, he has to have a better supporting cast from a front line perspective because he get hit too much. And what ends up what ends up happening with guys like that is I don't want to you know wish it on them, but that's how you get hurt. That's how you get injured. You're more likely to get injured. You ain't got no protection. You getting smacked 30, 40 times a game, sacked two, three times a game. Like he got sacked like I think maybe six. I might be gassing, maybe five times. Um, when he played us, like that's OD, that's OD, like to be getting hit that many times. So I think if he don't get protection, you know, that could have effects for his long term or his longevity. But as a talent, yeah, he's he's right there with those guys. Josh Allen, no man, 
He's athletic. You know what I'm saying? That's the impressive part about him. He's athletic. And he's not a small guy either. And he wants to smoke. He's just going to have to pick and choose his battles. Because you can't be, you know, ducking your shoulder with your throwing arm because you want to run my man over. I appreciate the heart, but we need you, bro. <laughs> like, we need you. You go down and it's, it's not what it is now. So, um, yeah, he's crazy. Stefan Diggs is crazy. And Cooper Cup is for real, too. Like, I know a lot of people were saying last year, like, they feel like he just, it was just one of them years. Nope. Nope. He's him. Like, same, same old, same old. Like, he's special. Cooper Cup is special. So, um, those are my football takes. I'm rocking with Miami. I think the three wideouts over there with Tua, if Tua was healthy. Hill, Waddle, and who else? Down for a little while. Uh, Jaseki. Yeah, yeah. I thought he I thought it was gonna be because they did that last year, the Bills. Tore his ass up, put him out for a couple of weeks. But well, he came Tua back. got smacked again. He got smacked, and they, yeah. they talking about it's an investigation on whether they follow um concussion protocols properly because when he got up, huh? What are we talking about? I know. That's what I'm, I, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, they, yeah. they 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 filing the um an inve- the NFL Players Association is filing an investigation because he was mad wobbly, and typically when you see that, the quarterback doesn't return to the game. Like I don't care what you talking yeah, about. That's like, a fact. You got to sit down, bro, and we got to we gonna figure this out. So, I, I I like the fact that the NFL Players Association is doing an investigation because that's their union and they're right in line with protocol um, to do things like that. I just like when the system's supposed to be pro players and they actually do things that are pro players. Now, um, what they'll find or <laughs> what the end results will be, I don't know, but I do at least like where it is right now because. That looked too crazy, bro. I wouldn't have let him go back in. I don't care what he's talking about. Girl, so you sending him back in, what you saying? What I'm saying is it's easy to say that from the outside looking in. And being on the field and in the game, it's a completely different setting. Niggas be, is wired to go back into the game. Cold Understandable. Hit. But the game is different today, though. It's not the same game of even 10 years ago. But you're looking at it from the outside, looking in. And if he give you the thumbs up and say, I'm ready to go as a coach, I think I, nine and a half times out of 10, you're sending them back in. No, not without going through the channels of saying, yo, nah, you got to go over here and talk to these people because it's not even my job. That's not even my call. Yeah, but you're saying that from the outside looking in. It's like it's easy to say that from here, but in the midst of a game, you're calling plays, there's other shit going on. Nigga give you the thumbs up, you're going to give him the thumbs up right back and send his ass right back on the field. I hear you. I just feel like a lot of these coaches are scared of that. Um, You know what I'm saying? So I don't think a lot of coaches are. Of the team, most of the time they are. If no, he, I, what the, the that I'm speaking of is the the negative repercussions of making the wrong decision in those types of moments. So if it's your call from a health perspective, so to speak, um, or a health and safety perspective on whether to uh, let somebody go in or not, 
that plays on your conscience after the fact. You might go win the game, whatever, whatever, and then, God forbid, of course, but let's say it turns out my man is messed up and now he got neurological damage or whatever. That might play on your psyche. Like, damn, like, you know, I kind of did see, but, but, man, we really wanted to go in. I mean, he said he was okay, so I just said, okay. Like, you know, like, so I think that people and coaches are scared of that. That's what I speak of when I say that. And I think... um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I just think that they're scared of that. I don't think that a lot of people would touch that in that situation. But Wooj, do you feel, you feel differently than that? No, you got to have a heart to feel that way. Some of these people are heartless, <laughs> especially from the GM, GM, the coach. Nine times out of ten, don't make that decision. That's what I mean. I'm they make a decision from well, like the standpoint of like, you know, it's tough because it depends who you are and what. Like, if you a star player, like Mahomes, like. If Mahomes say he could play and there's a way and he ain't got no nothing holding him back and Andy Reid on some shit, like, I said he can't play, man. That GM go come down there like, look here, nigga. That nigga playing, motherfucker. <laughs> the money the, I just gave that nigga. No, you, I hear I, I hear what you're saying, but I'm I'm speaking as it pertains to like concussions. Because that's one yeah, of the biggest things that different. made the NFL change their whole policy on the aggression of the game in, in itself. It's concussions and CTE and all of that. So when you yeah. physically see, we're not talking about a dude that got his bell rung and he come over and it's not as physical. Like, son, he he fell. He got up and, like, stumbled and fell, like, twice. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's like, hold on, bro. Yeah, but you yeah, said but he that. went so he went through the TV opposed to being there and in the moment. And like there's a million and one things going on that you have to process in real time. So when I see people make decisions, I try to have empathy to say if I was in that situation, like yeah, from looking at it on TV and you see it replayed and all of this shit. It's like you have. Ah, bro. I, I hear you. I hear you because I'm not there and I wasn't there. I understand that. But I, I just think that I'm still me and I, I I still feel like, you know, I would feel differently than what, what you're saying. I would be I would be thinking like from a winning standpoint, I'd be like, damn, like, you know, what I'm saying if he can't go, I got my man over here. Hopefully, like, you know, what I'm saying like I, I'll be thinking like that. Of course, I would want my guy in the game. No. but. I don't know if I made the but from, wait, from my understanding. Let me ask both of y'all. It's both of y'all. You think it was negligence or lack of care? Like, what word would you use to illustrate what you think happened? You think the coach was negligent? Like, he made a mistake by sending back in the game? You think he didn't know no better? Or he did it intentionally to see maybe he get hurt after this. Like, no, nah, I don't think he wanted to see him hurt himself. I think that that's a pretty far fetched uh, ideology to to have and put on any coach. I don't think any coach, which is that they players go out there and hurt themselves. But I'm saying, um, I think that in this in the moment, I think that he looked at it as if he says he's good then I'm going to let him go in. And I don't think he looked any further because he got the verbal confirmation or the thumbs up. I don't think that there was a... Negligent. Sure. Uh, Uh, Well, I don't... Whoever made the decision, though, because the coaches don't... But this is what I'm saying. First and foremost, let me say this. I don't know who sent him back in the game, right? From my understanding, the way this is supposed to work, you go on the... 
uh, concussion protocol. You go in the tent, they test you, they do all of these things. Those medical people, they ain't got nothing to do with the coach. They then, after they evaluation, come to, I guess, the coach or whoever and say, hey, look, this is what it is, whatever, whatever, whatever. If that process happened and then the coach was just like, all right, so how you feel? And he's like, man, I'm good. I'm, I'm good to go. I can go. Then I think that's what he did. He sent them in. But based on what the story is, they're saying that somewhere in the, the typical due process, some step was missed or skipped or didn't happen. And so because the step didn't happen is why it's so surprising that he ended up back in the game. Outside of the fact that we all as fans and spectators saw him physically wobbly and all of those things, that adds to it. But that's just the theatrics of, of the reporting and, and people in media doing their job. But I'm speaking about what, what the report has been is that somewhere along the way there was like a misstep or a skipped step. So that's why this is even a thing on top of him being wobbly. Yeah, from my understanding, they trump they trump everything. So if they say, nah, he can't go back in, concussion, it's a wrap. It don't matter how he's feeling. Right. So maybe that he didn't go through concussion protocol, which then now there's a lot of people involved there. Because I think I think that if the rules are the player's supposed to go, then I would imagine that it's the head coach's job to make sure that the player goes the way he's supposed to go. It ain't his job to do the evaluation, but he got to send you to the principal's office, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? Like the teacher got to send you to the principal's office. You don't just show up. <laughs> You're not going to go because I'm not trying to get in trouble. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like that's that's how it's sounding to me, that he didn't go through the protocol at all, which is why everybody's talking about it. So you think he just went in the, and back to the locker room also for show type shit? And they well, came back and did out. it happen before halftime, or was it like in the? I don't know what point. I wasn't watching the game. Yeah, that oh. shit happened early, like second quarter, I believe. And then he went, he went, he went somewhere, and then came back out. They said he was good. No, he nobody went. seen him hit his head. Is what happened. Huh? Nobody seen him hit his head. He fell. Uh, after he threw the ball. I forgot who it was. I thought it was a late hit that that fucked him up. But whatever he he, he when he fell back, yeah, his head hit the thing, and you saying nobody saw him hit Everybody his head. Everybody thought it was his back, and his back was hurting. Nobody thought concussion at all. And this is what I'm saying is is real time looking at shit. It's easier to say from. But that's somebody's job, though. That is somebody's job. I'm not saying the head coach. I don't know who, but they seen him hit his head. But, this, but Gert, what I'm saying is it's somebody's job to watch for head injuries, head trauma, things of that nature, like the, the typical signs. Like you're not going to know everything because sometimes something that don't even look like is that bad could be the worst thing. But um, listen, listen. Every play. Huh? You do that every play. It's like, somebody's job, bro. I don't know the person. That It's somebody's job. The reason being is because when these type of things happen, there's a whole protocol that's gone through. There's a whole thing. Sir, what you're speaking to is from visible head trauma. These niggas is running into each other every single play of the game. I just said that. What you, I don't get what you're saying. Okay. I'm talking about as a quarterback, when, and it's not just quarterbacks, but there's somebody 
to pay attention, for example, when you have like defenseless receivers, right? Defenseless receivers, you come across, if you get helmet to helmet contact, that's one thing. But even as somebody that's coming across the middle, when they fall, if they fall and they hit their head, somebody's paying attention to this. Somebody's job is to be watching and, and looking for these things. Well, it, it, that wasn't how the play went. It I was know, regular. What I'm saying is from watching in real time, it's a regular play. He goes down. He hits his head, but you can't tell he hit his head from watching it in real time. It's from watching the replay. He gets up when he falls back down. He says it's his back. Everybody thinks it's his, it's his back. That's the end of the story. It's not like he had a helmet-to-helmet -helmet collision. He's on the floor for a mad long. He gets up. Now that person is cute. Yo, we got to go check him for concussion. It wasn't a play where you see visible head trauma. And that's what I'm speaking to. It's easy for you to see, you know, on your TV or whatever and say, yo, he hit his head. But everybody thinking back whole time, so nobody even thinking about his head. You get what I'm saying? All right, yeah. Word. Um, all right, well, I think we beat the people down with football talk in the end. So I'm going to just say go Cowboys um, and and end it off like that. Um, oh, question for y'all, though. I need, yes, everybody, I need everybody to answer this, too. Right. Um, so, see, you just got to flip the perspective from uh, your POV. But watching Minister Society, right? Um, thinking about Purnell and Kane, you locked up. Your baby mom's is out in the world. She got oh, you. She comes on the VI and tells you she want to move to Atlanta. With your son, with your youngin that you raised, do you sign off on your youngin raising uh, your son, or do you be like, hell no, you ain't about to mess with my friend, my youngin? Well, what's the what's the question? Oh, as we land it, do you sign off on your uh lady going to start a new life and raise your son with your understudy? <laughs> ain't never coming home. I mean, I respect the fact Shorty even came to me because at the end of the day, I have no, unless I'm El Capo Chapo, that my reach is just crazy. I have no say so in that. So you sign I'm doing, I'm doing life. I'm doing life, right? Or I'm, I'm coming out in 2029 or something. <laughs> like, what's, elaborate now. Point. Does that change on how much time you got? Do you look at it differently if you're doing a 10 year stretch opposed to 25? Five years? I would absolutely Nigga, think if I, I have a, if I have a home date, I'm looking at it real crazy. If I have a come home date, yeah. yeah if I have a a no date life, then yeah, like do you? I'd rather you be with somebody I know or it don't matter. At that point, it don't matter what the fuck I feel because I'm in a whole my mind frame in a whole different you know what I'm saying? I'm looking at <laughs> a whole bunch Chill. of fleets Johnsons on deck. You're looking at some bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at some straight bullshit. So my whole mind's like, whatever, nigga. Yeah, move that little nigga to Atlanta and wherever you, I mean. He's shit, safe, I, though. <laughs> yeah. But if I got a, like, my shit August 10th, 
2029, then <laughs> nigga, <laughs> do whatever, nigga. When I come home, I'm over the seat, though. How you look at that? I'm yes, I'm with him. <laughs> y'all fighting it? Y'all saying nah? Or y'all saying y'all saying yeah? If 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 it's Bless if him. it's life if it's life right if it's nah, life. Let's start with a dive. You got ten, and she come to you year five and tell you your little man that you raised, he ain't doing nothing. But I'm about to take his little ass to Atlanta with me. He going to Kansas with me, and she asking for your blessings because it's your son. Let's start with a dime first. You got 10 years, five in, and she's like, yo, I did as much as I could with you, but this nigga's fresh out of high school, and I'm ready to make things happen. <laughs> but so you paying, you paying the perspective. Fresh like, out of high school is crazy. Yeah, you Nobody talks about that, but she waited for him to graduate high school. Ooh. And asked him to be a stepfather, she right? She cared out of- about his education. <laughs> yeah, but, but she wasn't really fucking with Pernell though, like that. She was getting letters and going to see him on visits. <laughs> also, also for the kids, shit. Exactly. I'm assuming. Right. So now, she- and Pernell, Pernell had life. You changing this shit, like? Yeah, he went crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, we gonna start with he the time. He wanted to know a few things. <laughs> oh, no, no, we gonna we gonna start with ten. <laughs> y'all say start y'all with cool. time, but y'all cool with it if y'all got life. Nobody's saying cool. Nobody's saying cool. Yeah, nobody's saying cool. Yeah, yeah, it's a difference between our perspective that she brought it to me. She ain't had to tell me nothing. To be honest. Now, see, you in here? Could you go ask baby daddy, uh, your husband, whatever? Like, yo, I've been looking at your understudy and I'm ready to. That's crazy. You go have that tough conversation? <laughs> or how would you play that conversation out? Girl, you gotta <laughs> stop smoking weed and looking at Word. me. <laughs> like, this is crazy. Like, why you think about this, yo? I mean, <laughs> hey, I, I would be scared mm-hmm. um, to talk to him about something like that. He got life, see, though. Know? He got life. I don't care. I mean, well, yeah, that is true, but it's just, <laughs> it's, it's scary to even have that come out your mouth because, like, for him to even, first of all, I don't want you to look at me like that. And I would never look at somebody that you was close with like that, like that. So the fact that he, like, I wouldn't even, be trying to be in my man's circle, trying to find love. Yeah, now he just graduated from high school. First of all, that's, <laughs> that's crazy. That's crazy. I don't date. Well, no, I did date one guy in high school before, but I was in college. <laughs> yo, see, yo, see. It yeah. was my freshman year of college. <laughs> he was a singer. He didn't even look like a. a, a look at the motherfucker. Yo, see, see, wheels. focus, 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 focus. <laughs> he didn't even look like a high schooler, but I'm just saying. Sometimes <laughs> it don't matter. Like my thing is, I just wouldn't date nobody in my uh, man's friendship group or circle or anything like that. I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even feel comfortable asking him. Um, you know, can I date this young guy? Because what is he going to teach my son? Like, I don't. I don't. Drive-bys, you see. 
<laughs> how to pull drive bys? I mean, I don't, I don't think that that's just like a, a quality that I would need my son to, uh, to learn. So we yeah. also gotta remember this is LA, so their culture a little different. You know, yeah, right? throw that out there. I'm not. I wasn't speaking to them personally. I was just speaking to the idea of um that, and it, the, yeah, I act where it came from because it happened indirectly, like not those exact circumstances, but similar circumstances. Um, some people I know, so I was just wondering. Uh, people you know I'm like but the Yo, woman came that? to the man what about <laughs> if the man come to the other man like the man come to the man like and say yo I'm taking your family with me <laughs> yeah, this nigga, again this nigga got life though right yeah Ooh. but I mean he just be like yo, yo I'm son man to man yo <laughs> <laughs> yo one on one I'm coming I just, want, I just wanted you to hear this from me instead of him <laughs> Instead of hearing this from somebody else. I ain't feel like making my own family, so I took yours. You wasn't Yo, that man go. shit with it. <laughs> Yo, he that wasn't man. trying to hit. She was on his top, though. He was trying to chill, but she was like, nah, this got to happen. But you, I thought you was going to ask me from my point of view of being a woman. Like, and my nigga came to me telling me he was going to be with the young chick. And <laughs> she was going to raise my Yeah, kid. do that, do that, do that. Nah. Do that, do that, do, do that, that, why would, that. Why would we do that? We get nowhere fast, goddamn. <laughs> That's, That's a, a whole. It's a whole crop of um, college girls graduating in June or July, one of, one of the months. <laughs> Every year. <laughs> June, July, <laughs> August, May. <Why? laughs> <laughs> Every year they out here. <laughs> December. <laughs> January. <laughs> just looking all perky. I just be mad. I just be mad like when I went to school, ain't none of them teachers was trying to fuck with none of us. So I'll be wondering like how all these niggas get all these teachers like that. <laughs> you talking about high school? Yeah, nigga, nigga, be tenth grade. Somebody, yo, we're gonna let's let's go. Let's just get away. Let's just run away. Some, they be on some like motherfucker. Awesome Jason's lyric. Yeah, but that shit happens in like that should be more in the news than this Brett Favre shit. I see that. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you. It'd be about Look. two teachers a month. Word. It'd he agreed. Two math teachers a month. I ain't gonna lie. We got a feeling. <laughs> when you see the teacher, you be like, "God damn!" I'm like, "What the fuck day was that?" My teachers ain't look like that, goddamn. Yeah, my teachers had chin hairs, but ah, uh, nah, no, we nah, had I, one I had... fine teacher though, but she just was like, she wasn't with it. She dated the football coach. It was real bad for everybody that tried her. That nigga yeah. wasn't having it either. I tell you what, well, I won't tell you anything, but. <laughs> um yeah <laughs> um yeah oh, y'all want to talk about academics i don't think so you know the thing about the whole act and everybody every act versus everybody um i think that his content is not for me let me start there 
his content, his show, I don't watch his his Twitch or whatever. Like I I don't it's not for me. But he does have the youth, a lot of the youth. His fan base is the youth. And if he's not even if he's, he is echoing the sentiments of that fan base, that age bracket, that demographic. Like, um that's huh? believe that that nigga act is a culture vulture and we need to call it what it is act ain't part of hip-hop culture he's a nigga monetizing it and getting paid off of it and don't care about it stop that's actually a good take he's he's monetizing off of it he's getting i don't even think he really listened to rap music pretty to some degree like he he called himself a dj you (laughs) but if you look at um Joe Button's conversation with Adam 22, he's the same thing. He's a culture vulture. Like they're taking the culture, they're profiting off of it, and they don't understand. They really have no understanding or references of what the shit that they do, the aftermath of shit that they're doing, right? Like they, it's in the moment and they look at the moment and that's as far as it goes for them, but they don't understand the ramifications of their actions. Right, like if if like Joe was saying to him, yo, if you're putting this out to the world, you're not a fan because you're not looking at the longevity of the product. You're not understanding, yo, they may be wanting to do the interview with you, but someone may very well likely die from you posting this on your platform, on your site. And yeah, and not- they might be looking. They might be looking for it to to get it so that they can so that they can respond or act accordingly, so on and so forth. Right, it's pouring gas on the fire, and then you stand back when the shit is burning and say, "Yo, it's I didn't start it. I didn't start it." <laughs> yeah. yeah, he hides his hand. It was gonna do it anyway. It's journalism. No, that's a real good uh take. Um. Act is a culture vulture. Is DJ Academics a culture vulture? That's a good question. See, what you think? Hell yeah. That nigga ain't no DJ. Like, my thing is, <laughs> like, no, he not. Because you don't even know where hip, like, for you to be so ignorant and not know, like, where hip hop originated from and, like, how everything is. And he talked about the the forefathers looking dusty. Then he went and argued with Ebro about his content and how it was all made up and how he um, blackballed people and all this other stuff. He just had like a whole list of different things that he was just saying and arguing with people about. And it really made me realize that you really don't know anything. Like every time he was arguing and saying stuff, it kind of just made me it, it just, he, he has his demographic, right? He has his group of young people that listen to him that go to him and that you know are um they listen to him for content purposes and that's cool get your money that's fine but you don't have to bring down other people in order for you to shine and you don't have to um make other people's contribution to hip-hop not seem like it was worthy enough because of the way that they look now or the way that they are or what you perceive them to be. Like he started coming at Russell Simmons crazy. I'm like, regardless of what, that's still Russell Simmons. You're gonna have to- So wait a minute, he responded to Russell Simmons? Yes. 
Hell yeah. He said, come back to NY, Russ. <laughs> he said, you, you in Bali. You hid. You hiding in Bali. Like, you don't uh, want me to say what they saying about you. Like, it was just real disrespectful. And I don't yeah, that's that. crazy. That's crazy. Um, You can't be a part of hip-hop and, and try to go at... He ain't say... I ain't hear him say nothing to LL, because LL still... <laughs> LL, they call him Big LA. He did say something, but he he took a little Big bit of LA. that bass out of his voice and he yeah. basically said, I wasn't talking about you. Shit, I heard I seen that nigga perform. Baba said knock you out or that I heard ready up. Last year. Like <laughs> No, he performed it this year. That nigga said he was whooping the nigga ass and he had to decide by himself. If he should beat him to death or not, <laughs> different level. Like I, I said, self, are we gonna kill him right now? Or are we gonna show mercy? They the said next- Jamie Fox snuck him, and he licked his blood and smiled at Jamie Fox and fucked Jamie Fox up. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Yo, this is a movie, nigga. We not playing nothing. What are you talking about?" He said, "He My said like the shark skin." Ooh. He said, Ooh, he took off his hat. He said, Ooh, I thought you was the head of your class. <laughs> he, said, he said, One day I just seen him running. He said, Where you going? He said, We got a game. <laughs> nah, Jamie Foxx is mad funny, yo. That's oh. But you won't play with LL like that. So I just I just think that it's like mad disrespectful to kind of like, you know, if you're in this culture, it's one thing to disrespect Ebro. I mean, and even his resume is, is extensive. But then it's another thing to say that actually to Russell Simmons and, and do all of that. That's just kind of tacky. I don't like it. Yeah, I didn't hear the Russell thing. I know it's not above him because, you know, act... I never looked at it like that, Click though. King. <laughs> yeah, I looked at it more like clickbait, but I, you know. But clickbait is also when you use it to. Um, the wrong way. A, the wrong way. It's, it's, it's. I mean, like, for the, or you have the wrong intentions. Cause yeah. I think, I think baiting people to click your product is a skill if you do it the right way. It's not, it's there's nothing wrong. Yeah, it's marketing. There's nothing wrong with that. Like you want to market what you believe some of the more intriguing or best parts of your content. But when you do things for like specifically for that with the ill, like it's just all in what's behind the intention. You know what I'm saying? It's all in what's behind the intention. Negativity. So, yeah. Um, But to play devil's advocate, I think because he's one person, he gets, he still gets a lot of flack. Cause like, Despite the despite the the dusty comment, you know what I'm saying? We could debate on that. But other rappers have said that before about the, the older generation. They just say it in a different way. You know what I'm saying? But I have heard other rappers say that. Look at, even even with other rappers saying it, what was their contribution opposed to what's his contribution? Mm-hmm. How is he contributing to the culture to make it better? Exactly. Like if you look at all of the things he's done, all of the things he said, right? What is his contribution to advancing the culture of hip hop? There is none. Yeah, no. Nah, and, yeah. and he may get that in time, 
But right now, it's not there. Nigga's just a culture vulture. And, and you know what's crazy? Because I say this, and I might take some heat for what I'm about to say. But for that very reason of what I'm saying is why I can never consider Eminem a culture vulture. Where people talk about M, if you look at Eminem's contribution to hip-hop, M got a big contribution of what he touched, what he brought. Like, just 50 and Griselda alone. Yeah. Like, if you look at how he co-signed them, you know, and just them alone, you could get into the D12s, how he, you know, Royce and all of that. He is hip-hop, and he loves hip-hop, and he respects hip-hop. And he the utmost. The culture. That's what the culture is about. Right? Like, it it is... It's not a black-white thing. It's a culture. Right. Lifestyle. Right. You know what's funny? None of the media outlets in our culture add on to our culture, to be honest. Unless unless I'm missing it. I'm going to be honest. I don't know no media outlet that... I, I would say... If you consider the Breakfast Club a media outlet, um, Breakfast Club does advance the culture, right? Um, they put eyes yeah. on you when you're at your, when you're selling something. If you look, they, nobody goes up there just to shoot the shit. No matter what happened, we'll wait to ask you about that shit when you have a product to deliver to the people. I think that's dope. I, I don't know how many people know that, understand that, but. You don't go to the breakfast club unless you got something to promote. And that's dope. So we can safe to say the shade room culture vultures? No, shade room. Yeah, yeah. So that's gossip. That's gossip news. That's they're no different than blog. Yeah, it's no different than TMZ. That that's how I look at act. He's like a shade room to me. He just one person though. No. No. The reason why I wouldn't say it's that is because Tell me the he difference. likes. Okay, <clears throat> so he likes hip hop. He listens to hip hop. Listen, do too, don't you? And I don't even think Ag listen to hip hop. I think he likes hip hop. I think that he he likes what he likes, and everybody likes their sect of hip hop. So I think he to mystical. Do huh? I said my aunt listened to mystical. Okay, so so what are we talking about? She does not like hip hop. She just sat a song that she liked, and that's it. That's the nigga. But you said no, no, no. You might, you might want, you might, you might want to tell her about mystical though. You gotta relax. He likes more than one person. That's what I'm saying. You talk about one person, one song. Come on, bro. Come on, walk with me. I'm saying he listens to the music. Like I think that he likes it. I don't believe that. I get what you're saying. Right. I'm saying I don't think he does. I think he. Cool. I don't think that. I don't think that he's an intricate student of it. No, and I think the part that he is studying though is how to monetize, how to capitalize, how to get more money. I think he's looking at that only, which lends to your point yeah, of a culture vulture. Star, star and buck wild. Okay. You don't listen to hip hop. Star did listen to older hip hop. He did. He if, did. If you ever go back and look at his career wasn't hip-hop it's just he found the way to monetize right like he found the way even like i don't think star is a culture vulture i don't I'm either not, but I so then so if he's not a culture vulture he's irrelevant why are we talking about him what i'm saying is <clears throat> without listening to it and that's what i think ag does that's why i brought up star is 
his involvement, I don't think he got enough of it to where he's part of, like, I, I don't. I, I disagree, I bro. I disagree. I disagree. And I don't know how much you even know about act to come to that conclusion. Because I'm not the most well-versed, but from watching Everyday Struggle and getting more familiar with him then, because before then I had heard the name, kind of seen it on like maybe Twitter or Instagram, but didn't, whatever, that wasn't really my shit. So via Everyday mm -hmm. Struggle and then kind of like getting to see his, his character and type of person he is, okay, cool, whatever. From then until now, I'm saying all that I've seen from him, I've seen enough to, to, come to the conclusion that I think he likes a certain type of rap. And I think he listens to a certain type of rap. I mm -hmm. think that it's not any deeper than that. I think he likes what he likes for his vibes or for popularity or for whatever reasons, but he likes what he likes. But aside from that, or even in addition to that, I do also side with you on the culture vulture point, because I think that he looks to monetize, capitalize, which is good, but his intent I can't measure it, but I'm just going by what it looks like. It looks like his intent is to take the relationship portion out of it. Like prime example of if you go back to when he was doing the interview on the red carpet where Joe Button walked off and he was talking to the Migos, he was intrigued because the Migos was at that time, according to him, his favorite group. So he's starstruck because he wants to talk to his favorite people. I believe there's somebody that, he cares about and wants to interview and listen to listens to other people maybe not so much i'm just saying he is a culture vulture or i can agree yeah. with your culture vulture point because Same. the thing the things that he knows about about just being in like so if you like migos you know certain things that attach to them and then certain artists and maybe certain beeps and then so on and so forth and like he's a he's around the ecosystem and he's in that age bracket like that's his peer group so he's in there enough to know I right, this is going on, this is going on, and he's finding ways to exploit it and capitalize off of it. And that's pretty much how he's gotten his success today. It started with the Chirac shit. It changed a little bit, but not really. You know what I'm saying? That's You're saying he liked the Migos, right? One uh, of the people, one of the artists. That was his favorite group. Right. He's that in his career today. Mm-hmm. You don't think he could have had to sit down with the Migos at this point in his career where he's at? Well, you think they out of his reach and he got to look at them from afar? No, but what's your point? Well, the Migos broke they up. Don't, right they now. don't. They don't. They're not even the group anymore. Like it's just two of them right now. Okay, so one of them. I'm saying, him. I, I think he's in a position to make good on some of the things we give. Like his intent. What we believe his intent is. I think he's up high enough to make good on some of these things. But being up has no nothing to do with making good on it if you're a vulture. If you're a vulture, you're looking to feast. That's what I'm saying. That's why I say he's a culture vulture. Yeah, yeah, I'm agreeing. Don't fuck with hip-hop enough because if mm -mm. I'm... Hold on, hear me out. I'm saying if he did fuck with hip-hop, right, the position that he's in, which I believe him, the status I believe him to have, I think he could put himself in rooms to do certain things at this point in his career. And I don't see none of that from him, which tell me he don't really fuck with it that tough. Because if the Migos is your favorite group, I'm sure he could get a sit down with them and interview them and do whatever at this point in his career. And we don't see that. No, check this out, right? I, I'm agreeing, true, but I think that he got a bag for the culture vulture stuff he was already doing. So 
once he got the bag, he just figured out more ways to get the bag, not to mention that they're going to give him the bag because he already does this. So that doesn't mean, though, that he can't like certain artists and still do this thing that he's getting the bag for because it's what he's always done, which is exploited. So if he's exploiting it, he's always going to exploit it. But that don't mean he don't like certain music or like certain artists. That's all I'm saying. He just he doesn't have the compassion for some of the things that you're speaking to because, again, a vulture don't got none of them emotions in it. He's looking to get paid. So when he doing the, when he doing the six nine thing, it's he knows it's going to get numbers, which translates to dollars, which translates to opportunities, so on and so forth. Like you know, what I'm saying like he's a big deal in the space. Actually, let me ask you a question: Do you believe actions speak louder than words? Yes. Do you believe that things that come with your actions speak volumes to who you are? Things that come with your actions. So when you do something, right? Mm -hmm. Let's just say any any incident that happens, right? This is the incident that happens. But what you do after that says more about that incident. Do you agree with that? Like, we all make mistakes. We all do shit outside of our knowledge. So I go and make a mistake, right? Now, if I just leave that mistake out there, that says something about me. Right. If I try to rectify the situation, it says something different about me, right? Like... So when I'm watching people move and seeing what they do, I judge them off their actions and what I'm seeing them do more so than what I believe should they be or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And where I see his actions, his actions don't show me fan of hip hop. Like at all. That's just me. That's my opinion. You know what I'm saying? But if you listen to hip hop and you're in the space of it, it's just to me, certain things you're going to do in that space. And that's just my opinion. Okay. I, I get it. I get it. I get it. Um, And we can leave it at that. Um, But yeah, hip hop is the thing that we've all grown up in and I forget who said it, but I agree that like it actually even shapes like who we are. It has shaped who we are. Like without hip hop, we wouldn't be the exact same people that we are, like regardless of whatever, because of the influence of the culture. Like, That's like me. you said what? It's me. I said that. Definitely wasn't you though. <laughs> Definitely wasn't. Uh, but it's a fact. Um, take your credit for shit. <laughs> third hour is fine. You can take credit for whatever you want in the third hour. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you try. Yo. Um, but yeah. <laughs> um, closing on our act, closing out on that. Uh, make sure that all listeners, all watches, make sure that y'all tell a friend to tell a friend. And until next time, I think Rico. Papa was a rolling stone, but now I got rolling stones in the bezel. Ice. Mama at home all alone, hustling, trying to keep this shit together. Mama. Young niggas smoking on gas, I'm living too fast, my foot on the pedal. Woo. If I go back to the past, my niggas ain't know we'll be rocking Coachella. Hey. If a nigga ever try me or play me, I buy him an ice dash shovel. Ice.
Dig your own grave, nigga. You pledge yourself. I put some cash on your schedule. You pledge yourself. If a bitch ever try to fillet me, huh? I just sit back and let her. She got it. Think she come up off the chores, whatever. My pockets came with extra cheddar. I can see through the fuck shit. I think that my skills get better. With a stick, I'm at peace, Mandela. Mandela. I'm willing to feed whoever. How can I help you? Nobody judge you but God. You can watch us beat the odds. Beat it. This is no cat, no facade. Young, rich, and black, and we gon' beat the charge. We gon' spending cash, no card. I'm liking her natural ass, no fraud. If she got a fake ass, of course, girl, ain't nothing wrong with enhancing this yours. From the back, from the back, we enjoy it. Hundred rack, I'm attack with my boy. Got the clip poking out, we be showing. In and by the check out, we be knowing. In and out, in and out, we be going. On a 757 born. And my AP say size is the phone. Better get you some bread where you from. I spend my meals on the crib. Cover myself, effing in is my shield. I spend the dime, go run you a drill. If you do the time, come home to a meal. Double my seal, sign another deal. She six pills, money give me chills. I make the bitch hit a knee, she kneel. I make the stick hit when I'm in the field. I make your bitch lick it up like ill. Spend a hundred racks on the teeth, not a grill. Looking at your diamonds on your neck, ain't real. Nigga, you a bitch, let the Draco kill. Heard what I said, spinning your block every day till you dead. On the edge, coating my mask, open your legs. I fuck with my stick in the bed. Rico music, co music, co music, co music.